What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back to the Be That Bitch podcast with your HBIC. My name's Allie. I am so excited to have you guys back for another week, another episode. We are getting a little bit more consistent over here. Who is she? Don't know. It's only been two weeks. Let's not get carried away. But y'all, I am so excited for this week's episode, y'all. You are in for a treat. I uh, did a like little interview-ish conversation with three of my clients that have been with me for years. And we're talking all about, you know, health and fitness and our journeys and things we've learned and tips and tricks for those that are struggling and just like having a real candid, open conversation about, you know, this journey and not doing it alone and how we've been able to see success. So I hope that you find some sort of inspiration from this conversation because it was truly so much fun to do. Like you will see, we're just a hoot and a holler and it's insane. I mean, we get sidetracked and it's craziness, but what would you expect from me? Right? So that is what is going to be on this episode for the week. But like, let's chat books here for a second, right? I have to let you guys know, right? I have to let you know something that I did. So 2024, my word, you guys know this, right? Was uncomfy, right? I wanted to do things that pushed me out of my comfort zone, was not like my norm. I wanted to do things that, you know, like I've never done before. And that includes books, right? Like I am a hoe for a contemporary romance novel, right? I love my contemporary romance, my steamy contemporary romance. I love it. I will never get rid of it. But I was also like, I didn't know I loved that until I read it. And there's tons of other books out there that, you know, I'm like, I might not know that I like this unless I actually read it. And so I decided that I wanted to branch out and try some different types of books. So like I read a fantasy book. I read Fourth Wing and that was fan-fucking-tastic. I loved it, right? Didn't love Iron Flame as much, but we're not going to talk about that. I bought a a vampire book, right? I was like, I don't know. Is it going to be hot when a guy has to bite the fuck out of somebody's neck? I don't know, but like, let's read about it. Let's see. I bought a werewolf book, right? Like, I don't know. Maybe shifting will be hot, right? Like, I don't know who I'm going to get one day. Am I getting a man or am I getting a a dog. I don't fucking know. Rough, rough motherfucker, right? Like, I don't know these things unless I try them, right? Um, I read an Omegaverse, which was, it was interesting. Um, that was interesting. I don't think I'm going to be reading about nodding anytime soon anymore. I guess werewolves have nodding. Anyways, I digress, right? So I've been trying different things within the romance realm. And so I bought a Frida McFadden book, many months ago, many, 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 many months ago, lots of months ago. Um, and it's just been like sitting on my shelf, (laughs) sitting there staring at me, taunting me saying, stop being a scared bitch and read me. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do that. I'm going to read you. And I saw that the housemaid was on Hoopla, which is like uh, listening, like you can get audiobooks and ebooks um, through your library with Hoopla for free. If you guys have a library card, highly recommend to see if Hoopla is partnered with your library. But anyway, so the Hoopla had the audiobook for free, and I was like, let me let me download this. Let me give it a gander, y'all. I listened to that entire book in one day. 
<laughs> one day I could not stop. I was so fucking obsessed with it. I literally was listening to this audiobook at 2.5 speed because I could not stop and I needed to get through it as fast as possible to see what happened. Like there were so many twists and turns and it was just such like a good palate cleanser for like the, the raunchy shit I've been reading lately. So I highly recommend it. Like you can get this book at Walmart, you can get it at Target, on Barnes and Noble, at Amazon. It's the blue one. The red one is the second book and I will be reading that one also. I made the mistake of buying the red one first and people very quickly reminded me, no Allie, it's the blue one. So it's so good. It follows Millie and she just got a job at this house as a maid and there's a lot of um weird shit going on a lot of um just kind of like weird personality changes and stuff you just have to I don't want to tell you too much because I don't want to give anything away but I will tell you your feelings towards Millie towards the husband towards the wife will change a gabillion different times and it's literally so fucking good. So fucking good. So highly, highly recommend. It's probably one of my top reads of the week um, because it was just that good. So anyways. All right. That's our book talk for this week. I am so excited for this episode. I hope you are too. So without further ado, let me let you get to the meat and taters of this podcast episode with the interview from a few of my clients turned friends. What's up, Buttercups? I am so excited to have three of my clients turned besties on the podcast tonight. I'm going to forewarn y'all, this is probably going to be a clusterfuck, but that's always a good time, right? So just make sure you have your water. All these girls are just so fun and, you know, they're just like me. So I'm going to shoot the shit. Having a good time. I've got some questions. We'll see how this goes. It might go beautifully. It might be a chaotic disaster, but a beautiful mess. Who knows? Who knows? But I'm going to introduce you to the girls. We're going to do a little bit of get to know them, and then we can go over questions and we're just going to chat. So coming up first, my beautiful friend over here, Heather. Hey, hey, how's it going? I'm so excited to have you here with us. I'm excited. Okay, so let's just let the girls know, like, how long have you been with me? A little bit about your health and journey, maybe before and stuff like that. Just kind of give them a little little lowdown on you. Yeah. So I have been with Allie for three years. Um, I started, I don't even remember how I like stumbled upon you, but I think it was on Instagram and you were just starting like your, your like postpartum journey basically. And I was like, that's me. Like I, with my first, um, or with my first kid, I suffered so bad with postpartum depression and I was struggling really hard to like come back or I was trying to be the pre kid Heather Mm -hmm. and it just, it wasn't happening. And so then I stumbled upon Allie and she was like, she made me realize that like, I will never get the pre-kid Heather back ever. I will never get her back and that's okay. And that was perfectly fine. And we, she helped me revamp and discover the two kids, a wife, a working mom, Heather. And she helped me kind of just like 
find my journey and find a routine and um, isn't it in fucking saying the pressure we put on ourselves as moms to be yeah. like feel like we have to be who we were before and like the fact that we all like the second we have babies we're like why why is the weight not coming off right like this misconception of like you know like you're just gonna give birth and you're gonna start breastfeeding or you're gonna start doing whatever and the weight's just gonna be like flying off and I'm like I'm sorry but for who because not this bitch and yeah. so just trying to like and and nobody prepares you that your hips literally never look the fucking same again like they are never the same size again I like how am I like the same weight but my hips are like 20 inches bigger like how is that actually possible okay that's being dramatic but why do we do that to ourselves I can't yeah. I can't tell you guys how many times I mean I'm sure you've said this I'm sure all of us have said this I wish I was as skinny as the first time I was thought I was fat or I, I just wish I was high school fat you said that that was what you'd say I wish I was high school fat I think I even told Kelly that like you did in a market like two days yeah. ago <laughs> two days together. two fucking days ago no wait no 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 I don't care if it was a joke or not two days ago it's okay two years ago <laughs> yeah Looks there. like I'm not doing my job. Well, all she these just you are out. just your shit at this fucking point because right. of people thinking that way. <laughs> yeah, no, Ali has definitely helped me not only like, like to me, my body might not have changed, but what my mentality. But it, it has because like from progress pictures from when I first started, um to now it's you know it's definitely fluctuated but it had like I think the biggest change for me has been my mentality my mentality when it came to working out and putting myself first like putting myself first wasn't you know was always seen as like selfish and you know how can you do that when you have two kids and you're a wife and how dare you put yourself in front of others and it's like do I wake up at the ass crack of dawn at 5 a.m. Oh, so I can have early. my so I can have my time? Absolutely. But I'm a better mom for it. And Ali has definitely just kind of helped aid in that mentality. You know something that I hate that so many of us women do, and I'm not picking on you here, but maybe a little bit, just saying that I really hate how so many of us women minimize our successes. Like we say, you know, like you, my body might not have changed, but like, and it's because like, it might not change to the caliber that you expected it to in your mind. Like in our mind, we think we should be able to be one of these Instagram people that lose a hundred days or a hundred pounds in a year and all of this shit. And that we feel like if we're not doing what other women are doing, if we're not having those extreme weight loss journeys that other women are having, then our results, because they're smaller, aren't as worthy of being celebrated. And so, so many fucking times we say, you know, like I might not have like, like this crazy before and after I might not have all these results. And it's like, that doesn't matter. It's like, are you still fucking showing up? Are you still doing the things? Are you still seeing results? Whether it's, you know, going centimeters or inches, right? Or even millimeter milli inches. Is milli inches even a thing? Millimeters. Yeah, millimeters. <laughs> <laughs> Milla inches will work. 
milli-inches. That's a new increment. And that is even smaller than centimeters. So wait, it goes millimeters, centimeters, inches? No. <laughs> is this math? Completely Clearly, I am not a mathematician. My friend, completely different system. Metric system. Oh, those were two centimeters. systems. I was yeah. You're okay, okay, so what what's smaller than centimeters? Is there any millimeters? Millimeters. Milliliters. No. Millimeters. Meters. Millimeters. Milliliters is fluid. The liquid version. I will totally lost my point here now with our math lesson. So <laughs> you don't follow me for, you know, smart things, just whatever. So, anyways, we say we think we're going just because we're going in smaller increments than other people. We feel like it's not worth celebrating as much, but it is. And you have, and I will be the first one to say, like, you have seen so much progress, not only mentally, emotionally, but also physically. Yes. Is it slower? Sure. But like we say all the time, and I feel like I fucking drilled this into everybody's head at this point, like slow progress is consistent progress, which will be lasting progress. And so celebrate the fuck out of that girl. You have showed up. You're still here. You're fighting. I mean, you said it's what, two years, three years, three, three, Three. And you are by far one I'm of the most patting myself on the back for putting up with you guys that long. I'm just yeah, kidding. no kidding. But Heather, you're the most consistent, one of the most consistent people I know. Mm-hmm. 5 a.m. every day, whether you've mm-hmm. been up all night with the kids, the dogs, whatever, sickness, you're there at 5 a.m. And like that's incredible. And you should applaud yourself for that because it's hard, but you do it. So I'm fucking hard. Cry. No, seriously. I mean, you even if you're like on your tread or whatever, you're up yeah. doing something so celebrate that bitch you did that you did that all right Murph yeah lay it on me boo tell me so, about yourself Give hey, me yes yes but yes so um happy to be here thanks for having us this is super fun um I joined actually the exact same time as Heather and I just want to say we are MVPs of that class um June of 21 <laughs> Um, so I joined you, I was six months postpartum, um, with my last child, my third and my last, she knows the exact Mm -hmm. real, she knows the exact moment that she joined. She had pulled it up and made me watch it. (laughs) Yeah. You need to make another one just like it. Same song and everything. (laughs) Um, so when I was younger, I was an athlete all through, you know, elementary, (laughs) high school, et cetera, working out came easy to me. Um, just something that I did. And then, you know, you go to college, um, early adulthood and I just didn't work out. I didn't have to for sports. So I just didn't do it. Um, got through college. That was tough. I worked full-time through college. I got my doctorate and once I graduated, I was engaged and got married. Um, and things I feel like just happened really fast. We got married, um, got pregnant, had kids, Over the next six years, I was pregnant and postpartum the whole time and never found that routine that I needed. Um, I had looked at Beachbody before or body is as it's called now, Um, never stuck with it. Didn't even honestly, barely did day one, never made it to a day two ever. Um, so I saw Allie on my for you page, Instagram dancing and some short shorts, booty shorts. And I'm like, I want to be her. I want her confidence. I'm going to follow her. I got to see what this girl's got going on. And that month you said, click here to join. And I'm like, oh, 
I'm going to click here. Let's just see what happens. And you messaged and it was to join, you know, your boot camp. And I was a little hesitant. I was like nervous, like what program I was going to do, et cetera. But joining you was by far the best decision I've ever made. Um, everything that you do, the accountability tools you have, I'm here three years later and I could not have imagined that. Um, never would have thought like I joined you for a month. Like I clicked join for a month for 30 days. Um, and here I am. Never, never Years stopped. Later. Yeah. That's glossed, that's me. glossed yeah. over. One of my favorite parts is that you joined me for a dancing program. I can't even fucking dance. <laughs> this, this bitch joined me for a dancing program that we were doing. And mm -hmm. then, you know, at the end of last year, she ran a half marathon. Talk about switch bait, y'all. Talk yeah. about, she's the whole fucking time she's running this half marathon, y'all. She's like, I joined you for a dancing program and you yep. got my ass out here running a half fucking marathon. <laughs> what am I doing? What oh am my I God. doing? The truth, the truth. Yeah. Allie is most definitely the biggest influencer I know. Mm -hmm. We literally played a whole game about how bad you influencer, how good you've influenced. <laughs> how many, how many like things were on that thing? Because you said we didn't even get through the whole thing. No, I didn't even count them. But we were probably at like what 30, 40? I want to say like 50, 50 plus. Yeah. <laughs> so we we at Smutcation. They um, created like this fun game and surprised me. And it was like, drink if Allie had influenced you to do. And then it was like a bunch of fucking random questions like buy a hydro jug, uh, run, get a gar, like just a bunch of stupid shit. And y'all. Yeah, I don't say y'all. Any, any of us were sober after that game. No. No one was sober after that. You would that have game. never passed a breathalyzer test. <laughs> oh, we wouldn't have even made it to the breathalyzer. We had to refill halfway through. Yeah, times. Yeah, because yeah. I was drinking after every one of them too. Because I, I wanted to be the good leader that I am, <laughs> and I couldn't have you guys not following example. So I had to lead by example. And dude, well, and that's I mean, not to like go back, but like that has been like one of the biggest things is like you don't ever ask us to do something that you yourself wouldn't do. And so it's like, okay, well, if Allie says to do this and if Allie can do it, then how, why can't I, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why we get up at their ass crack of dawn together. And yeah. Ass crack yeah. of dawn. Even running it over to Kelly over here. <laughs> Um, this bitch has seen 5 a.m. more what? this last month than she has the entire like four years that she yeah. has been with me. I can't. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> so Kelly, I know the listeners have met you before. That 75 mm -hmm. podcast, 75 hard podcast episode is still one of my best ones and most listened to, but give them the lowdown hoedown on who's my name is Kelly. I have been with Allie now almost four years. Um, and it has been the best ride. Uh, no, but I joined Allie. I was about five months postpartum like the other girls. And Allie was about three months postpartum, I think. And um, after I begged her for fucking two years to join me. But we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, we won't. We won't talk about it. But um, 
Um, and at the time, my now late husband was battling cancer. So to say I was overwhelmed mentally and physically unhealthy um, is a extreme understatement. Um, but, you know, by the grace of God and these amazing women on this call right here, um, they pulled me through some of the hardest times imaginable. Um, and now just health and fitness and, and our group has been an amazing tool in my healing journey, my grief journey, um, all of that. And just every time that, you know, we do a race together, we do a trip, we do um, a challenge together, you know, 75 hard or a program or whatever. It's just like constantly building that confidence that like, I have been through some hard stuff. These women have been through some hard stuff and like, we are all supporting each other and getting each other through it. And that is just invaluable. I think in, in life in general, it's just, it still yeah. blows my mind sometimes. Like the fact that like all of us were strangers at one point, and there's so many girls that are in the group right now that aren't on this call that like we're strangers at one point and we are all so close and so yeah. such good friends. And, you know, a lot of people are like, you can't meet friends on the internet, but I'm like, fuck you. Yes, I can. It was almost like when we did eventually meet in person, it was, it wasn't like that was our first time meeting. It was no, literally no. like we had been besties for the resties. Like right. I was literally about to say that. It's like, we've been besties for the resties. I love that. Clearly we've spent a lot I of mean, time. and we've got like, fuck, well, we're like inked in. I mean, we're inked in shit now. Not inked in shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? That sounded bad. But like, <laughs> inked and shit shit being additional just okay moving on yeah yeah moving on we share ink that means we're stuck together that was awkward okay um (laughs) this is what happens when i'm recording stuff at nine o'clock at night i get a little silly i get a little goofy all right let's move on to some let me try to be serious here for a minute so (laughs) can't even be serious. Um, all right. So I want us to kind of talk about one piece of advice or knowledge that we've received since being in this group that you feel like has helped propel your journey. Like, is there something that I said, or maybe something like within the group that they've said, or just maybe a mindset change that you feel like has really helped propel your journey forward and keep you going? Heather, is there something? Uh... Gosh, I Murphy has the list, so maybe she. Yeah, I got one. Of course, Murphy, (laughs) Um, our organized queen. But so my favorite piece of advice that you say, and you do say like multiple times throughout the year, it is not about perfection. You do not have to be perfect. And as a recovering perfectionist myself, um who goes to meetings all the time, still in recovery, you can do it messy. It can be hard. You can have bad days and you can keep going. I think in the fitness community online, there are so many accounts that show perfection and they make it look so easy. And while it can be easy, it can, it's imperfect as well. Like, yes, it can be easy to just keep going. Like you just keep going, but it's messy. And Allie taught me that even if today, if I don't have the killer workout that I wanted and, you know, sweat dripping, burning, it still was a workout. Like I still moved my body and that counts. 
everything counts as long as you're doing it. And I think that that was like life changing for me um, to not quit and to just keep going. It does not have to be perfect. And you just keep going. That was, I feel like that was life changing for me. And honestly, it's bled into so many other parts of my life, not just my fitness journey, um, that you just keep going. That's what I, yeah. Movement is movement. I feel like, yeah, like Murphy said, like doing it messy and just, um, like I said before, like, it's not progress or it's not perfection. It's like the progress that you make over time. And, um, consistent effort beats inconsistent perfection all the time. There you go. There's your words. (laughs) There's my word. Sorry. Let me, you want to say (laughs) all three of you are some of the most consistent. I mean, obviously all of you are so consistent and I think being with you guys and seeing you guys be so consistent motivates me to be consistent. Like in the beginning, Heather and I kind of knew each other because we worked out around the same time and I would know that, oh, that Heather girl is going to be on. If I'm not on, she's going to know I'm not on. And I don't want her to think that I'm not doing what I'm so supposed like, to do. Like these bitches are thinking like on something. Like, are you on? Are you like on? What is on? On like? Zoom. On, oh, on Zoom. Zoom. <laughs> we get up and we work out on I Zoom. See what I on did on Zoom. Oh, app. The <laughs> <Yeah>. Zoom app. <laughs> on yes. OnlyFans. I saw her on OnlyFans. So I'm <laughs> just kidding. That no, was a joke. The Zoom workout room was life-changing too. Besides not being perfect, the Zoom room. We log in and I see people working out and I'm like, oh, look at her. She's killing it. Okay, I can do this. Like I'm tired, but she's tired too. She's doing it. And so you get on around the same time as other people and then they'll know if you're not there. Mm -hmm. And they'll say, hey, is everything okay? They'll check in with you. And that was how I got close to Heather in the beginning because we were on around the same time. And I would say like, you know, I have missed a day here. I will you call me out if I'm not on tomorrow? And she will. And I love that. And I need that. Well, so Murphy like does the same. And Murphy has been like one of the biggest cheerleaders. And she's like so good at like hyping mm-hmm. people up. And yeah, it's just been the Zoom room has literally been life changing. And I never thought that logging on to zoom and working out muted to do anything right it sounds so weird but it's not I tell I tell all the new girls so you know a lot of times this fitness journey can feel so fucking alone especially when you work out like in our houses by ourselves and so that's why I created like the zoom workout room where we just log on and like we don't even talk to each other sometimes I mean sometimes we'll unmute but like we just log on and it makes you feel so much less alone. And it gives you that kind of like mind fuckery that a gym would give you. And it just like pushes you more. Like you don't want to be seen, even if nobody's watching you, like in the back of your mind, you're like, well, I don't want them to just see me just sitting there on my bench doing nothing. Or like, yeah. I don't want to see like that person's like fucking crushing it. Like I need, I want to, I want to pick it up and crush it. Like I want to be with them or whatever. And then you get to know to know people and stuff like that. Like 
I feel like so many times we think that we don't need accountability or we don't need a community or like, you know, I can just go to the gym alone and pay that 1099 for Planet Fitness, put my headphones in and put my head down. But I feel like that only, at least for me always, it only worked while I was motivated, mm-hmm. while I had that internal motivation. And once that was gone, there was nobody there checking in on me. There was nobody there, you know, like, say for me to say, Hey, I'm struggling, right? Because my families have never been on the fitness journey with me. So it's always just been me, myself and I, and I feel like that was big reason why I created this group and why we lean so heavily into it. Cause a lot of us, I mean, y'all's significant others now are, you know, fitness and stuff like that. But like at the beginning, you know, like it's, it's, it's kind of lonely, especially when we're working towards a goal that maybe others around us don't understand and stuff like that. And so it gives us this opportunity to surround ourselves with people who understand and are working towards the same goal, which then, you know, when we're not feeling motivated, I always say we lean on them until we can stand on our own again. Um, Cause that's like the biggest thing. Like it's not bringing other people down when you share your struggles, you lean on them. And that's what all of you guys do all the time is you lean on each other until you can stand on your own again. Right. 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 Kelly, lay it on me. Since you, well, I also, the first thing that came to mind was do it messy, but since we've had this conversation, other things have come to mind. Um, so switching my mindset from being, um, saying to myself, like, I'm not motivated to like, I am dedicated. Mm-hmm. It's not about whether or not I want to do it. I am dedicated to this. I made this promise to myself that I'm going to do it, which also rolls into building confidence because, you know, what you always say is, you know, you build confidence by upholding the commitments you make to yourself. And I thought that was huge for me and my, and my mindset of things just, you know, if I can't keep my word to myself, then who do I keep it to, you know? Um, And so whenever I make a commitment to myself and every time I complete it, it just builds the confidence a little more and a little more and a little more. And I think I see that throughout the group, like, as people continue on and they come you know, boot camp to boot camp to boot camp, you see the confidence grow and grow and grow. Um, and I can name some people specifically that I'm just like, it's like, like Brooke. Brooke is incredible. I just I can't get enough of her. You Shout know, out just, to Corey also, who started Corey. the group and never spoke to a single soul. Yeah. And then now she like does all the things with everybody. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's multiple names that I can remember in the beginning. They, they found it super difficult to get up and work out. And now they're the consistent 5am'ers. Like when Jenny started, I remember job one, she would say, how do you guys get up? Like set your alarm, this, that, like so many women who in the beginning, it was hard. They leaned on everybody. They asked the questions and now a year later, they are killing it and they are helping others. It's just the, cir- the circle of boot camp life. It's just, it's such a, a domino effect, right? I feel like, uh, you know, one person like, you know, has this question of like, I wonder if I can do this or, you know, like, I wonder if I can. And they, they decide to face that fear and uh, put themselves in there and then they share it with people in the group. And then that sparks the idea of like, well, if she can do that, like maybe I can do that. Right. And then it just kind of like spirals and dominoes from there, you know, like, running. I feel like that's a big one where, mm-hmm. you know, I just had that idea. I was like, I wonder if I, f- I wonder if my big ass can go run. <laughs> and then I, I started doing it. And then so many of us 
started like, wow, like Allie went from like a 20 minute mile to like this. And then, you know, we start wondering if we can, and then it spirals from there. And so I think it's just like such a positive thing for us to be able to see these other people do these things. And then that like sparks that idea of like, well, I saw where they started because we've been here together this whole time. Like I could do that too. It gives this like relatability. Yeah. It definitely makes you feel not alone. Like I had tried kind of like Murphy, like I had tried body and beach body before and I never really like resonated with a coach or I've never just like found a group of girls that I like literally feel so similar to. I mean, we all have different stories, but we all have very similar stories at the same time. And we all, you know, there's a good chunk of us that are moms. So, you know, like when there's kids hanging all over us doing our workout, it's like, girl, we get you like, you're doing the damn thing you're doing it. And yeah, I think that this community has definitely changed my life. And I don't even know, like, what my life was like without some of these women, like, And I really think it boils down to we're so much more than like body, right? Like we're so much more than just like a beach body group. I feel like when people think like of a beach body group, they think of posting ugly food pics and sharing Shakeology recipes and posting sweaty selfies. And that's the extent of it, right? Like I feel like that's what, you know, maybe you guys have experienced before. And I feel like something like what we do in our group is we really like, I say the fitness and the nutrition is kind of like an afterthought almost like it's just it's like only a little facet of what the group is and it's not even like the most important one like I don't feel like that is one what keeps us around but it's amazing it helps but it's not like the circle the center of our thing because I always say like you can really do any kind of workouts you can do any kind of nutrition RRs fan-fucking-tastic have they changed my life yes but it's when you start conquering your mindset and you surround yourself with people that really make the difference and I think that's like a big thing with our group is we do so many different things like we have a book club in it we have you know we we fly places to like meet people in real life we do races together like we do so many different things and additional things different chat threads Marco Polo's like We just really center ourselves on community. And I feel like, at least for me, that's made all the difference and just making me excited to talk about you guys. And I get to know you guys outside of what workout program you're doing. Right. Yeah. It's more like, to me, it's like a women's group Mm -hmm. versus like a workout group. Um, It's a woman's group that has taught me self-confidence. It has helped me in all areas of my life. Like I've gone to the group before about work, um, like problems I have at work or things that I should do, or yeah, it's just, it's a woman's group for all parts of our life. I feel like we all know when each other's cycles are, (laughs) we're all trying to figure out how to navigate the cycles. I mean, (laughs) I honestly think that we like have like linked up cycles virtually at some point. No, literally, because there was at one point, I think there was almost 20 of us that were yeah. on it at the exact time. And so we really need to like GTS Google that shit <laughs> to see if like you can, if you hang out virtually and like talk to enough people, <laughs> then that seek cycles. Like I feel like that's some voodoo magic type shit. Like it's yeah. honestly, like I feel like Kansas City like really started it. Like we were all together for yes. a half marathon. And then it was like, 
well, shit, we're all, <laughs> we're all we, we are eat together and we are cycling together. This is really, this is, this is a real, um, we like to joke around that it's a cult and they, you know, all in funsies, right. But like, seriously, once you join, you really never want to leave, especially if like you actually, and I always say, and I know these girls will also say like, the more vulnerable, the more vulnerable you are, the more you put into something, the more you get out of it. And you will find like some of your lasting friendships. And, and even if you don't join this community, like maybe it's another online community or something like that, but like, you never know where you could find your best friends. Like absolutely, it's like one of, I mean, you can't expect to be in like a room with someone and have like in person and not talk and not put yourself out there and expect to have a friendship out of it. Like it's the same way virtually. And now I've found like lifelong friends that we've already planned like retirement homes together. So <laughs> I, I'm still saying we need a compound. We need to let everybody from the boot camp and yes. create like, like, you know, like actual cults do, yeah. but like yes. not not crazy i mean like a good one crazy but like in a good way yeah Yeah. y'all just tell me where i'm there and we all have golf carts yes you know you can get a dewey on a golf cart so we have to make sure we maybe maybe we can do um scooters can you get deweys on scooters on that too oh dude the scooters are so fun though let's get scooters scooters (laughs) like it <laughs> I don't know I'm still like <laughs> scarred from my scooter adventures in Kansas City trying to keep up with really? you guys that were running yeah I, I got on time. one and almost like face planted trying to keep up with you guys so that's why I decided to just run and I'm so I so ended up running for you. I know I went to that half marathon I was like I'm not gonna run I'm just going to like cheer my girls on a lot of them were running their very first half marathons and so I took like um some recreational fun things before and I was like I'm just gonna vibe out I'm gonna be there cheering them on I ended up running fucking 10 miles I don't know how that happened but it was it was a good time it was appreciated you're a good coach and you're sensitive it but the fact that like I've I will tell you guys, you know, like you guys say I inspire you, but like the fact that like see grit and determination that you guys possess and and the shit that you have to deal with and you still show up like that inspires me. Like the more I get to know every single one of you guys, like that inspires me to keep pushing. Like that inspires me to like show up. I'm like, you know, like Heather's Heather's dealing with a lot of shit personally right now. Like I can get up. I can get up. We can, we can do this together, mm-hmm. right? And or you know, when Kelly right. was fucking walking laps around a hospital during 75 hard, I was like, Allie, you have like, get your fucking ass up. You can do this right now. Like it just, it pushes you to be better. And I think that's a big thing about the community where like you, you got to train yourself not to compare, but then it also can help push you mm-hmm. into being better. So let's go to another question. What is a piece of advice you would give somebody that's struggling in their journey currently? Um, Heather, you want to go first? Or I mean, I don't care. Um, I would say start small, like habit stacking. Allie's Mm -hmm. 30 stronger, strongest, 30 strong program is like, I can't even, I have a hard time even like really tracking 30 strong because I've done it so many times that it is just literally a part of my life. Mm -hmm. Like it has helped habit stack. 
Um, that was like one of the biggest helpful things that came out of that was just like helping me, you know, like Ali said, like when you're first starting out, don't go like straight out of the gate, like sprinting, you got to start small. So like start, you know, focusing on water or focus on working out 30 minutes a day or start, you know, your nutrition, like focus on one thing. And then like, once you get that down, do like add another thing. And so I think just starting small and don't set, like you want to set goals or intentions. You want to set intentions. Not okay. Goals. I know. I yell at you guys. About- um, the way she's looking at me right now as she's saying this, y'all can't <laughs> see the shit, but she's just like. <laughs> goals or intentions start like create intentions. And then it's just like, it's, I don't know, lean into the community too. If you guys want to know how I feel about setting intentions, we've got a podcast episode all about setting New Year's intentions. I just believe that setting intentions gives you the wiggle room for human error, for life to happen, where you don't feel like you're left feeling like a fucking failure if you don't hit this quote unquote goal. Because if you have an intention to be healthier, that can be left up for interpretation. That's what she means by that. But I did an entire podcast episode on that. But I love that tip. I feel like so many times we fail because we we just like think we can don't jump in and like join a gym and and start focusing on our nutrition or we just like cut soda all the way out when we be drinking 12 a day. And it's like we are missing some steps there, boo boo, because we're going to overwhelm ourselves and then we're going to quit. Yeah. Right. And it's we're- not all or nothing. You no. Can- I mean, you unless can... we're doing 75 hard, then it is. As I'm drinking my 40 grams of protein right now to finish the night. <laughs> uh, Murph, what's up, boo? Uh, mine would be that don't quit. Just adjust. If things are not working out for you, um, reevaluate. What can I do instead of what can't I do? Um, just because everybody's doing this movement. You have to do movement that makes you happy, makes you feel good. I think that was one of the big things in the beginning too, was Allie made it a point to say like going outside and like kicking a soccer ball around with your kid counts as movement. It counts as exercise. It doesn't have to be this huge, big deal jumping on the trampoline, um, going on a walk. Like sometimes just a walk in nature is like, therapy and it counts movement. And like, that is the stuff that I just love from this group is it's not like balls to the walls that you have to do all this stuff for it to count. Like it's life. This is your lifelong journey and you have to do what feels good. So my advice, if you're struggling is don't quit, just adjust and do things that make you feel happy. Yes. I feel like so many times people feel like if they're not miserable during workouts, then they're not working out. Like they, Mm -hmm. they don't feel like if they, they're not breaking a sweat, if they're not like breathing hard, if they're not dreading it, then it's not a workout. And I'm like, bro, like you should not, huh? I put yourself through that. Exactly. Like you shouldn't want to dread workouts. Like a lot of people feel like it's like, if, you know, if I'm not, if I, if I enjoy it, like if I'm not hating it, I'm not actually working out. No, 
Like you've got to like what you're doing. It has to make you happy. If you don't like what you're doing, you are not going to be consistent at it. And you know, every day is different. Like I feel like a lot of us, we can, we talked about cycles, right? Like a lot of us on our cycle, we know like, I'm, I'm not going to want to do a heavy workout. So we'll go do a walk. We'll do a yoga. We've learned to, I feel like that's something that we all have really done well at is starting to listen to our bodies and knowing when our body needs to slow down and when we can't pick it up and having that intuitive thing. Cause that's something big that we work on in our groups is like being intuitive with your body and like listening to it. We've suppressed like our instincts for so fucking long because we've been looking for other people to tell us what to do that we have to learn to trust ourselves again. And I feel like that's something that a lot of us have been able to accomplish is just like listening to our body and what our body needs that day and not feeling like we have to abide to a calendar. And if we get behind on this calendar, then we <laughs> see the failure. Yeah. Cause, cause y'all are, I mean, you guys are behind on your calendar right now, but you guys are still yep. trucking. You, you sure keep am. Coming. She's like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but I still do stuff. Like I didn't want to do it that day. So I did an yeah. emollient workout or I didn't want to do it. I rode my bike, walked outside. So that's what I love is Allie doesn't make you feel bad about not being perfect. I, yeah. It goes back to that perfectionism and it's life. This is your lifelong journey. This is I not know a lot of us put these pressure on ourselves to get like an eight week program done in eight weeks. And if we get a little bit behind, we feel like an ultimate failure. And then that just like spirals mm -hmm. it from there. And I feel like that's something that a lot of us have. It, it was growing pains, a lot of us and a lot of unteaching in our heads. But once we realize like the goal is movement, like I don't have to do this every day and burn myself out on it. Like I can do other things and I'll finish it when I finish it. The goal is to finish it, whether that takes eight weeks or 18 weeks, like it doesn't matter as long as we are being consistent with something every single day mm -hmm. and it breaks up the monotony we got way too much great things at our disposal to do one thing every day oh yeah oh yeah mm -hmm. what about you Kels what, what what advice would you give somebody that's struggling right now I think that you need to look for little wins outside of Pounds and inches. Like when people think about fitness. Amen. Hallelujah. Pounds and inches, pounds and inches. They want to know how much you lost and all this. And it's like, that is not where the magic is. Like it's about quality of life. Like Murphy said, this is about a lifestyle, a life that you can live. And the magic is in having energy to go play with your kids or go out with your husband or whatever it is that you want to do. Like it's, it's so much more than pounds and inches and so just look for those little wins and like you know I was I was able to go outside and pass a football with little Charlie for 30 minutes today and and you know that didn't win me or, or exhaust me or you know things like that or that's what it is quality of life having a life that you enjoy and you can live and you can be there for your kids and your family and and just have you know all the good things yeah Losing yeah. weight the way we want to live our lives. Bingo. That, 
Like, and, and yeah. I know we say this and I say this, and I'm sure every single one of you guys can like recite this in your head at this point, but like the weight loss is the least in like the least impactful thing that will happen from your journey. Like, I feel like we can all agree that the less we focused on how much weight we were losing, the less we focused on how many inches we were losing, the more consistent we were, the more happier we were, the more, the more success we felt because we just didn't give a fuck about how our body was changing because we knew our lives were changing. And I feel like the more that we focus on the inner transformation, the more the outside just takes care of itself. It's like, it'll happen when it happens, but the more we hyper fixate on it and we start, we like are looking at it every single day, not changing, the more likely we are to give up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think if you're still on the side of the internet, that is a hundred percent focused on pounds and inches, then you need to get on the other side of the internet that is focused on health. And I mean, there are so many determinants of health. And while I may be not considered in my BMI range, my fucking gosh, don't get my doctors, my cholesterol is fine. My blood pressure is fine. My, you know, my blood sugars are fine. And those are also very important things. It is not all about the inches and the pounds, like Kelly said. And if you're still on that side of the internet, there is a very, very happier side of the internet you can find. Our side. Yeah. yeah. Join the, join the cult. <laughs> um, but no, seriously. And I feel like, I don't know. A lot of people are just so hyper fixated. Like if I had a dime for every time somebody asked me how much weight I've lost, I would yeah. have a lot of fucking dimes. I would have, I would have a lot of dimes. I don't know how many, but it, they would have turned into thousands of dollars at that point. And mm. I'm like, why are we all like, that's the first question we ask. Like, why is the first question we don't ask? Like, how are you feeling? How much energy yeah. do you have? Like, how, how is your relationships with the people around you because of this now? Like, how, how do your clothes fitting? Like, how do you feel in your body now? Like, why is the first question is how much weight have you lost? I don't fucking know, Becky. Yeah. Don't know. No, we are, we are a week. I'm a week 75 hard and I've already been asked. So I'm going to post before and after pictures, how much weight I lost last time. And then all these things. And I'm like, that is the least interesting part of this. Yeah. And that is why those that, and I feel like we need to do another like episode with those that are doing 75 hard. Cause I could go on more tangents about that, but I feel like that's why a lot of people, they, they quit so easily and so quickly is because we all know the weight does not come off fast. It doesn't. It is a very slow, gradual process that ebbs and flows. There's sometimes it comes off, then you go through like stagnant times, then it comes off. Like it's not a continuous journey. And that is why a lot of people give up is because they're so hyper fixated on what that scale is doing. And anytime the scale starts pausing, they start second guessing themselves. They stop, am, am I not doing it right? I must be failing. I must be doing this. It must not be meant for me. It must not be this. And they create all these fucking stories in their heads and then they quit. And I'm sure you guys have experienced that time or two. I mean, well, I know like that, like I tried like over 13 diets before I ever even joined body and this stuff. And so I just know that I have always like, I was always chasing a number, chasing a number. And I was left feeling very unsatisfied, unfulfilled and unhappy and very inconsistent because of it. And it wasn't until I started chasing a feeling and not a number that I actually 
found happiness and consistency. I, I real like I've noticed recently, like throughout the like last three years, like I, my like pant size has fluctuated so much and I've like been able to buy a size that I never thought that I could, that I hadn't been in pre-kid, like since I was pre-kid, but I still have my size 16 jeans just for those days that I am feeling extra bloated that I am feeling, you know, I may be on my cycle or, you know, I, but then it doesn't like get me down like it did pre-alley, you know, like if I had to put on a pair of jeans and they barely got over my thighs, I like sat in the dressing room and cried. Like I I just never, I never tried on jeans. It was awful, but now it's like, oh, pull on a pair of jeans. They don't go up all the way. All right. Well, we'll move, put those, save those for next week and pull out the, the stretchier ones and say it with me. That. We are not the problem. The pants are. You could do an entire podcast episode about the problem with sizing in the United States anyway. Don't so even. yeah, that is why no longer do the, does the size bug me before Allie BA we should call it BA badass before <laughs> Allie it would have so much and now it's just, oh, that number didn't fit let's just get a different number yeah like and yeah it's, it has changed and it's not the pounds number it's right. the size number where yeah. it's, you know you're in the 200s you're in the hundreds no you're just focusing on like a 16 or a 12 and I don't know it just the mindset yeah. is everything. And like Ali said earlier, like once you get your mindset right, the weight, the nutrition, the everything else will just cohesively fall into place. Yeah. Like I always say, like we we are so fucking capable. We are so much more capable than we ever thought possible. It's our mind that needs that convincing. And once you conquer your mind, the other shit's going to take care of itself. Like you will find that once you start really focusing on your mindset and the inner work that you're able to stay more consistent with your workouts. You're able to stay more consistent with your nutrition. And even when you do struggle, because we all know struggling isn't not, you know, it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when it's an inevitability. Mm -hmm. Everybody Mm -hmm. is going to fucking struggle. You are not the, you are not like the exception to the rule. You will struggle. Even the most fucking successful people struggle. And I feel like so many times we think if we struggle, we fail and we struggle. It must not be. And we create these like negative connotations in our mind. And it's like, no, you struggled. Congratulations. You're a human. You yeah. want a, you want a cookie? Like, I don't know. You want something, um, that you're human and you struggle because that's what we do, but it's not the struggle that determines if we're a failure or not. It's how we continue after that struggle. It's how long we stay in that dark place. And I think that's a big thing with this group and the friendships we've created is that we don't allow anybody to stay in that dark place that they, they reach out and they, they, if they let us know they're struggling, like we'll hop on zoom with everybody. Like, (laughs) I don't know how many times I've hopped in zoom when I'm laying in bed, just reading because somebody needed an accountability buddy or how many times we've jumped on while we're working or something like that. It's just because they need friends. And And it's not even like a huge, like pressure filled thing. It's like a, Hey, how are you? Mm -hmm. Do you need anything? And they'll just hop on and they won't like pester you with questions. And you know, it's just like, they're just their presence is the support that you need. And it, you don't feel overwhelmed by that. And it just, you feel 
loved and you feel not alone. And that's what I think is just so great about it. We don't, nobody wants to be alone. Mm-hmm. Nobody. I mean, sometimes we want to be like alone in our house where we don't have to talk to people, but we don't want to be alone. I feel like yeah. that's why these friendships are the best. And when we've seen when we get into real life together, like when we meet each other in real life, is that we can all be sitting in the same room and not talking and be so happy. Yeah. <laughs> we can be fine with saying, I'm going to go to my room now. Like yeah. there's like feelings. It's like. We'll just sit there and read. And it's just like the presence, like we like each other's presence, but like, we like that we don't feel this pressure to fill silence. And I feel Uh like that's something a lot of people do is they feel this like immense pressure to fill the silence. And so they feel like they always have to have the answers or always have to like give you something. And it's like, no, just like sit there. What the fuck was that? What are you doing? I don't know, Heather, just a little lighter. And then she's just like, she are you that bored with what I'm saying that you're playing with fire? Oh, you know what they I say? Have, if you play with fire, be prepared to be burned. I have ADD. I can't sit still and just it's okay. I am like hyper fixated on the bush <laughs> can behind like the box behind. Yeah, the bush box is the bush light. I have been like- hyper fixated on and I'm like, is that like a different flavor of bush over no, there? It's the no, it's the camel hunting. It's the camel one. <laughs> I've been wondering that this whole fucking time (laughs) and I was trying to be professional, but if you're going to be over here playing with fire, I guess I can talk about the bush boxes. (laughs) 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 Tell me you're from the Midwest without telling me you're from the Midwest. Um, I am not from the Midwest, but I love bush. Me and me held it down with the bush on on smutcation. Bush one more time. It's bush light. Oh, it's, it's the same fucking thing. It's not. It's so different. But bush I, tastes so bad. I've never had it, so I don't know. I'm gonna sneak you one then, so you'll know. Okay, you'll so we need to do like a taste test. Good. You put it in like a clear cup, and I can see if I can taste the difference. Okay, we'll do bush, bush light, bud, bud light, and you have to name them. Let's do that thing where they put the the like. Oh, in like the box. They, yeah. they had it so you can get see, and you do the straws. Oh, ah, Riley, Riley likes to play that and she likes to put condiments and make me touch weird shit. And that's fucking weird. <laughs> She's like, mommy, I saw this on TikTok or I saw this on YouTube. And I'm like, what? And she gets this box. She's like, I need a box. I'm like, okay, what do you need a box for? She's like, just give me a box. I said, okay. She's like, okay, now I'm going to put holes in this and you're going to tell me what you feel. And I'm like, Ew. okay. And so she puts like weird fucking shit. Like one time I put my hand in mayo. And she wanted me to try to guess what it was. I'm like, this That'd is- That'd be hard. I'm like, it's fucking, it feels disgusting. I don't know. There's a lot of mayo consistency things out there. Like, I don't know what yeah. this is. Kids, they do the damnedest things. Uh-huh. All right, let's end it with this question. I feel like this has been so fun and so helpful for people that have been struggling. And so I would like, if you guys have, somebody is like on the fence about joining this community, right? They're like- All right. So like, this kind of sounds cool. Like I need workouts. I need fitness, but like, I don't really know if this is for me. Like, I don't like to do MLME things. I don't like to, I don't want to, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, what would you say to somebody that might be on the fence about joining this community? What's one month? One Mm -hmm. month can literally lead to a lifelong journey of friendships bettering your health 
frick, like running a half marathon. Or a marathon for some of the girls. Yeah. Or <laughs> if you're crazy enough to run a marathon. Um, Come join me in the free press. We can run from one country to the other. <laughs> I'm or a 5K it. or 10K. That's good yeah. too. Five, 5K. And that's another thing. It's like we have so many of us have like done the 5Ks, like the virtual 5Ks. If if anyone has They're the most them, fun to do together. Mm-hmm. Do them. Or if we got a scheduled Taylor Swift, by the way. I know. Yes, yes, yes. My gosh. Okay, that is one I did not participate in. They oh. are so, so many of the girls are such hoes for like the medals. And, yeah. you know, we've got yeah. some, we got some Swifties here. Oh, yeah. So, hey, if you want to run it with us, just let us know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Taylor Swift listens to this podcast. He I does, do. I'm sure. Of <laughs> course, because Taylor Swift knows <laughs> who I am. Should. You are on and the fence she's about probably joining. rolling her eyes at that episode that I did where I said, what was it, Murphy? Was it the... Oh, uh, that you... Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I think someone asked you, like, what your favorite album was or something. You said Midnight's because it was the most... What was it? The most, like, dark or... What did you say it was? And I'm like, girl, you that is like not... the most badass one. And you were like, no, no it's reputation. reputation. And I said, I am so fucking sorry. Oh, she- yeah. We got to get you your eras. We got to straighten out your eras. And well, lover is like the sweet, like, yeah. And reputation is the black clothing, the snake. That is not midnight. So is, uh, what was the other one? Midnight. Just because it's dark out at midnight does not mean that it's a dark album. (laughs) I mean, but like, if you're in Alaska, it could be light at midnight. So it also doesn't mean it's a dark album well then that's fucking tricky with the words they should <laughs> she should have called it noon then noon. oh, oh gosh the album should have been called a nooner weird. <laughs> oh my god oh wait that's totally different that's very different <laughs> we are we are way in left field i'll bring it back i'll bring it back if you're on the fence about joining like heather said just do it what is one month 100% for me without the accountability, I would have given up on myself a long time ago and take it from me. When I joined, I joined for a month. I was like, I can do this for 30 days. And then I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I have never felt this way about myself. Like I have never been proud of myself for doing things and look at this. So that's my advice. Just give it a try. Give it a good old try. Just do it. And Kelly, as somebody who had turned me down multiple times and, you know, never thought she could do this and then didn't want to join an online fitness group and, and then didn't want to do the whole like beach body thing. And, and just like, it wasn't for you. Kelly, I did. It was, it was like years, no year, maybe. I don't know. But, um, yeah, whenever I, uh, talked to Allie and, um, I thought I had tried it all, been there, done that, got the t-shirt, didn't like it, didn't work for me, you know, and all that. And then um, there was just a turning point where I was like, all right, let's do this. And um, we, I remember I was trying to talk to you about like the things I was willing to do and the things I was not going to do. And (laughs) Allie, in her very Allie way, very bluntly said, Kelly, you've tried it your way and it didn't work, did it? So you're going to try it my way. 
and I haven't regretted it. It's a day since she she was right. Damn it! <laughs> oh, was that painful? <laughs> I think I think she just thinks that she just took a couple years off her life with that pain. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I feel like, you know, and you guys know, like friends, I always say friends will tell you what you want to hear. Besties will tell you what you need to hear. And I feel like a lot of us, we get like, so into the routine of like, we've done it. Like, this is the way we've always done it. So that's the way it always should be done. And so I like to, um, not so kindly remind people that they've done it their way. And it got you to this point where you are, you know, struggling again. And so let's try it a different way. And sometimes that means changing your mindset and your perspective on it. And I feel like a lot of us had to change our mindset on it with like the starting small and working our way up because it's such human nature to just like want to, all right, day one, throwing away all the treats, like all of this stuff. I mean, how many times have we done that before? And it doesn't work, but we sometimes block out. It's like a trauma response that we block out all the shit, like all the times that it was like, didn't work. And we just remember that little bit of chunk of time that it did work, but we don't remember like the whole six months that we fell off because it wasn't working, you know? Mm -hmm. So, but I am just so freaking grateful for y'all's friendship and that you guys decided to take a chance on this batshit crazy bitch on Instagram, because I know my life would not be, I speak so highly of myself. I know my life would not be the same without you guys. I just love, you know, when clients turn into friends and lifelong lifers, and it's just, it's such a great thing. And, and I, I feel like so many times people join this group and they're like, well, I don't feel like, you know, I made friends and I'm like, but like, you just put yourself out there, just get on zoom, just talk, like, let us know you, let us love you. You can always sit with us. Always. Yes. Yes. So, all right. Well, if you guys are ever interested in joining the group, I will put the link in the show notes or you can go over to Instagram at Allie Griffith and go ahead and fill out the application and we can chat. But if you guys love this episode, please go ahead and share it to your Instagram stories and tag me and let me know your favorite parts. And I will love to reshare it and chat with you guys about it on the gram. So I'm going to leave you like I leave you every single time in a world full of bitches. Be that bitch. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.